Okay, Corey, how was your Valentine's Day? <laughs> no, that's the no, no, no. best Valentine's Day. No, we did Day. get, we got Chinese takeout. Hey, love is shown in unique and different ways. <laughs> and we ate it. I ate it on my section of the couch and he ate it over on his section. <laughs> so what you're saying is dream, dreams do come true. <laughs> Something for you guys to aspire to. Chinese takeout of Valentine's. <laughs> no, we are going to actually. There was no way you could go out to eat last night. No, not in this area. In this no. area, Olive Garden is the untouchable. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to go to Outback takeout. Uh, there's no way you'd no. gone to the old no. Alpe. I When my husband came home, I said, Did you give me flowers? He's like, I thought we were doing it on Thursday. Are you? I was we're thinking, supposed to go I think it's a genius Alpine. idea to delay Valentine's Day by one day. So I love marketing. Flowers. And I feel like Valentine's Day is highly marketed. I think it's a genius marketing ploy. There were so many flowers in Target. Absolutely. And one day after, if you can stave off true love for one day, one, you get every discount chocolate. You get discount balloons. The roses suddenly are back to $12. Yeah. Um, Olive Garden is like, please come <laughs> dine with us. I think it's a great idea to delay Valentine's Day by one day. Yeah, so our parents. True love knows no time. True love knows no time. What? The 15th, February 15th. Oh, yeah. So we're having ours on, what's that? What's Thursday? <laughs> we're having ours on the 17th or 18th. <laughs> well, you got two Valentine's Day. You got Chinese <laughs> and the Outback. Am oh, I invited? Yeah. You want to go? On Thursday? It might be Friday because it's a game. I will make it <laughs> <happen>. <laughs> I'll get back to you on the world of work. <laughs> so, um, Heather well, had a week on the slopes. I gotta say that I feel like the Olympics really passed over one of the true winners right here You're for so the winter games. You use that same joke for a client if meeting. If the jokes work, I will repurpose them. I had a meeting earlier and she said, How's your guy? I said, Hey, I, I think the Olympics passed over. It landed there and now you guys get to enjoy it. Heather got 10 out of 10 there and she's getting the gold medal again. <laughs> Oh, All right. Well, you made it to <laughs> you made it to the Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing. For all those that said there was extra tapping last week, we re-listened. There was no extra tapping. So be looking at your feet and your kids' feet because that's where the tapping's going. I would from. like to confess though that I have given the podcast hating cat a plastic bag, and at random times she feels the need to sit on it. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> it like knew when you were on the meeting today because I was, was like, having the meeting. Fever Weaver, Lemon Screever, take your big old bun tiny <laughs> and sat it on the plastic bag, and then switches her feet around. But she times. she didn't just sit it. She would, did this. I know. It's like and she it's knew. Squ- it's like she knew it. I needed. Yeah. She knew that joke was great. <laughs> All right. Well, you've made it to the Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing. We're actually a group on Facebook. So if you haven't joined, please do. We're about 32,000 strong. Right? 31, one. I'm sorry. Just oh, checked. yeah. Heather said we were 30. I said 31. Okay. We tried to film this podcast already. And it went uh, yeah. We wrong. deleted the first version because I said Corey and I were too much of a downer. <laughs> we were Nobody needed downers. to deal with our bad attitudes. <laughs> we need to be uppers. All right. So you're in for the intro. That's what you're experiencing right now. Head over to the Marketing Minutes, stop off at the Business of Baking. Then we go to our course coverage because we got a course to cover. We head over to voicemails, which you guys are the best. Uh, not calling us. <laughs> <laughs> that will be me and Corey talking to ourselves this time. We got group stuff, Twinterests, sponsors, and I am – I have – one destination after this podcast, and it's heading over to Corey's now been to the mailbag, which I know the IRS is our number one pen pal, and probably needs I know, to check them. But I do. I was physically headed that direction this past week, but and then you lived too close and convenient <laughs> to the post office, and I drove right by. 
Okay, so switching over to the marketing minutes. Somehow Corey's going to correlate this to a colonoscopy, but all it says right now is asking for reviews. Corey, take us down this wild ride. Okay. I feel like I can finally talk about my colonoscopy because <laughs> what the shame embarrassment finally wore If you've been listening to the podcast, I think probably 50 podcasts ago, Corey had kidney stones um, by drinking too much Diet Coke, which is surprising since That's she's holding one said. right now. That's not what they said. <laughs> Lessons have not been learned. I said to the doctor, could it be because of Diet Coke? And this was his – if he would have been like, That's the He said, Jane, cause. no. <laughs> okay. I went in, Heather was like, you gotta get your body right after I had these two emergency surgeries. So I said, you know what? My stomach always literally hurts. And Heather's like, you need to go into the gastroenterologist. And I said, okay, I want to make an appointment. What is the other option? Just to live with a stomach hurt? I did for a whole year. Okay. Well, then you saw where that landed you. Yes. And I didn't want to go back to the hospital. So I said, okay, let me go in and uh, to me, I was just going to to chit chat about what possibly could be wrong. The doctor I met with said, "No, let let's just get in there," which I was like, "What? You want to take me to dinner first? But he's like, "No, let's out back." Just- <laughs> All right, I'll see you back. <laughs> he said, "No, let's just do a colonoscopy. That will that will give us the answers that we're looking for." And okay. he said, "Without beating around the bush." Okay, so I go in for my colonoscopy day. It's me and about every middle aged man in Northern Virginia. Okay. Little old, you all have stomach hurts. Yeah, but they're going in for like a check-in. Yeah, like you check-in. know, you're <laughs> checking. <laughs> and me, it like it wasn't a room. You didn't get your own room. What? Wait, huh? No. For a call? <laughs> I said like you need <laughs> your own room. <laughs> you're like on. Are you sure you're at a colonoscopy doctor? You're on a gurney, but there's four gurneys lined up, and only thing separating you just lined you, up with you and another yeah. couple. Dudes. Only thing that separating you is a little what it like just oh, a little, little curtain. Pretend, yeah, curtains? and someone has to physically pull it. So Privacy me and curtains. the dude were next to each other, like, bro, you ready? <laughs> okay, so they pull my little curtain, and it's my time to finally go in. No one's really said what my expectations are. They're just kind of treating us like cattle. <laughs> scared cattle <laughs> so i am sitting there and the anesthesiologist walks in and he's like all right jane you ready to go and i just thought he was treating me like a jane doe you know like they were john <laughs> Did you not know your first no-no. i was a jane doe <laughs> john no you're nice <laughs> so i was like yeah i'm ready to go and he was like okay how uh, i see that you just recently had a surgery how how is that healing and i said um i don't that's that's not me. And he's like, your name isn't Jane? I said, oh, I thought you were just like saying like, hey, you, <laughs> ready to go? I said, no, my name's actually Corey. And he's like, oh, oh, I think I have the wrong chart. <laughs> There's probably only two of us women in the entire building that need this colonoscopy. Jane. <laughs> Jane's got Corey's file and I got Jane's file. Hey, like, Corey, we told you to lay out the Diet Coke a while ago. So I'm just like, I'm worried because I'm getting ready to be rolled in next. And they think I'm Jane. Okay. Okay, so I, I, I say, that's not my name. He doesn't apologize. He's it's like, oh, no, it's okay. It's not my name. Jane, Jane, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> that one's for you guys. The next concert will cost you. <laughs> okay, they roll me in. I am pretty nervous. One, if you aren't familiar with colonoscopy, it's not the funnest thing on the planet. Really? One, you guys hide it so well. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a blast. <laughs> Wish I could have gone. <laughs> so they roll me into this room. Where the lights are, you know, it's still like the fluorescent lights. Again, are we sure that we're in a colonoscopy? No, I, no idea. <laughs> Where the lights are, they've put little clouds. Like, so it almost is like the, the room is 
glowing blue. Like because in a fun it's way? Fake. Yeah, no, when you're looking up, you're looking up at fake clouds. Oh, that's kind of cute. They got real cute there, Jane. <laughs> when that, it was in cute clouds. They look like real Columbus. Really? <laughs> Cumulus. <laughs> Columbus clouds. <laughs> Cumulonimbus clouds. <laughs> Anyways, the Columbus clouds are coming down. Yeah. So then this lady looks at me and she's like, Jane, you ready? Okay, no. it's T minus two minutes before this colonoscopy starts. I said, oh, that's not my name. Okay. Oh, that's not my name. So she looks at my little wristband and it says Jane as well. Oh, you put the wrong wristband. They put it on me. I oh don't my know. goodness. And she was like, oh no, 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 that's okay, that's okay. Then he gets Does me. when you look at the like do you look at the doctors looking at each other in their eyes are like, <laughs> yeah, I know. This is fine. <laughs> then they make you lay in the fetal position, unfortunately. <laughs> Hike up your Were little you cognizant for this? Absolutely. The Columbus class. <laughs> I'm, I'm glowing a blue hue <laughs> at this point. Okay. Did they change out the band? No. Okay. So you're still Jane. Last man I remember seeing was the anesthesiologist. A different one that had proclaimed my name was Jane okay. the first time. And he right before he puts a little mask on me that makes me go out, he's like, okay, Jane, count back from 10. <laughs> and that's all I remember. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. wait, wait. They wheel me out. I guess. I'm still out. Cold. Fetal position? Fetal. This is, this is the part that is super rude. <laughs> they wheel me out, and I'm still in the position that I remember going out in. So I actually blinked an eye open. Like, I'm coming, too. And it's oh crap! I'm still in the the, the OR room. No, no, I was next to John Doe again. Okay. <laughs> in the fetal position, one leg straight, one leg so fetal, <laughs> with a little tiny thinnest blanket on my cold little body, and, and not one person to say welcome back. <laughs> wow, wow! So I felt like, do you think I ever went back? For a second colonoscopy, you had so much fun with the first one. I didn't feel like they cared about me or Jane. So I never ended up, if they would have asked me for a view after the way that they treated me. I'm sure they have treated so many people like that and people have just been fine. But it was my first little tiny colonoscopy and I felt cattle prodded. <laughs> okay, so to tie that back into asking for reviews. Okay, if your service isn't. I'm, I'm trying to connect these for you if you haven't been able to tell. I'm going to connect it to you. Okay. To you me? Guys, no. Oh. To bakers. Okay. <laughs> People who bake. You guys have been experiencing these sales. You've been in the cookie business for a while, some of you for the last 15 years. So it's almost second nature for you to get someone's information, to get the sale going, bake the cookies, and give it to them. Unfortunately, sometimes on the other end, you have someone like me who's never experienced a colonoscopy, and sometimes we need our hands held just a little bit more. And it's not saying, like, spend so much time and you know, lose money on us because you're you're explaining every step of, you know, your bake to people like me, but to give us a little more tender and care. I know when I get a sale, I can tell someone who is, this is their first time ordering a custom set of cookies. It's very expensive for them. And I can tell that they need a little bit more tender love and care than someone who's ordered from a custom baker before. Mm -hmm. But if I were to treat them like I normally do, like, oh, you know the drill. Right. The cat is eating a cord. Oh, kitty, don't eat it. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> so he's trying to take this podcast hate to the next level. Yeah. But do you see what I'm saying about 
you have to give some tender love and care if it's someone's first time. I am listening to a book <laughs> by Brian Tracy, the yeah. Eat That Frog Guy, but it's called No Excuses. Um, and it's just basically, he says, wear your toes because I'm going to step on them. But halfway through the book, he said, treat every customer like they will bring your business a million dollars because you'll because treat them much differently. And they could potentially be that the person that they know that you don't know they know could be that corporate order that lands you two eddies. Yeah, that's true. Corey and I will go to favorite pastime is going out to lunch, clearly. But we'll go there and sometimes the service will be so off that I can just look at Corey and she'll be like, oh. It'll uh, just be an eye, and like it'll be an eye twitch. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no uh, word. <laughs> we're not going to get diet cokes. They're going to be regular cokes. I think I'm going to sneeze, but go ahead. Okay, okay, man. This podcast is just wild. We got no. Fee beating a cord. <laughs> Corey sneezing. Okay, go. I'm trying to read Corey's notes. I'm trying notes. to look at this one. <laughs> but with the whole treating your customer like a million dollars, like they could bring you yourself a million dollars, you're going to reassess how your workflow, your onboarding workflow. I know onboarding sounds a little technical, but technically. Every client that you sell a cookie to, you have onboarded. So see what happens. And this is why I always tell the clients that we work with, where are people asking questions over and over again? Mm -hmm. Are people saying, okay, well, then what do we do next? When can I hear from you? So that's people saying, hey, your communication is just shy of what their expectations were. So sit back and... You know, a great thing is we do the cookie college, right? Well, as soon as people pay for the cookie college, there's an autoresponder for me. And it says, hey, this is an autoresponder, but here's everything you need to know to get started right now. Um, Here's any questions. If you have this, go here, do that. And that way, right off the bat, they have communication with expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they join the private Facebook group, and then we can kind of engage them further there. Back to my colonoscopy. Oh, I thought we were done. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. I'm not going to write them a bad review because did they do the colonoscopy? Yes. Do you Hopefully know that Jane for sure? got hers. No, I have no idea. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. When someone asks for a doctor's office, I will never refer them. Yeah. And so they've lost this lead source that I could, even though I have only the cost of one colonoscopy, however much you know insurance paid for it, I could bring them so much more Maybe business. Maybe it was a million dollars and you were their million dollar client. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm looking. I want to go to gastro. <laughs> But I could potentially bring them more money, but now they've they've treated me away. You're going to tell your friends about your colonoscopy. <laughs> I did. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will never guess what I did. <laughs> but do you see? I do see. I do agree. I would say, you know, in small business, it is hard to get reviews. You technically, I always recommend asking for them. But if your process isn't dialed in, then you got a hostage situation with people saying, I didn't have a great experience. I don't want to. Um, and then you're asking them to compromise their ethics to give you a to give five you star. A, like a weird review or it's awkward or right. I'm like, I want to give them a bad review. But so I'd almost say find someone unbiased, possibly an acquaintance, somebody you work with and say, hey, would you mind ordering for me? I'll obviously comp everything. But I just want to let I just would love feedback along the process yeah. where you think maybe I could sh- sharpen it up a little bit. Some of my best lead sources come from pre-sales. And if you know pre-sales, if you aren't familiar with them, they're usually that you make a smaller set. So not necessarily a you know a custom dozen it's usually they could do minis if you want to do the miss cookie packaging you could put little minis in the bag and that's kind of like what the pre-order is if they're not necessarily spending 68 dollars, but they could be spending 20 or 30 dollars for these pre-sales um so while you know custom orders everyone's like oh bad on custom orders you know they're spending so much money with you they bought two dozens 130 dollars these pre-sales have been an awesome uh, referral source for me, and they've only had the smallest things that I offer. Um, but if I treated them like they were small, like the price tag that they're paying, 
I could burn my own bridge there. Treat every customer like they're about to bring you a million dollars. Yeah. Or wheel you into a colonoscopy. <laughs> you just don't know. Okay, I like that one. So takeaway, guys, is probably just reassess and always constantly reassess. Come back to your ordering process. Are there any questions that maybe your website could have answered? Is there an autoresponder they could set up that will answer their questions again? Is there Are they reaching out to you first before you're reaching mm-hmm. out to them? Like, do they have a question? They're like, okay, I, just waiting on the address for pickup. That's that. That's them telling you, hey, I'm, I'm not getting the communication that I wish I had. Yeah, Corey and I did DIY kits a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and someone's like, hey, I'm not uh, – the, the autoresponder says the pickup is in Burke, but I just don't know when. Even though my intention was to send it a week before the pickup yeah. date, they really wanted it at the time of ordering. Which So we made a note. Hey, yeah. they want it at the time of ordering. It doesn't matter when they get it from us. It was in a part of the autoresponder, and I can click two buttons and make it happen. And I, it made them – we never heard anything back, which – means they were probably happy. Yeah. When you don't hear anything from a client, when they place an order, they're good. They're yeah. ready. Um, a lot of things that I really like when people do it is when they're like, hey, thanks for p- placing this order. You know, two months out, the next time you'll hear from me should be at this time. That's what I do when someone orders way, way far out. Like I have an order someone just ordered for March or something. Maybe July. <laughs> no, July. Okay. Sorry. March. <laughs> I ordered for February 16th. <laughs> for July for a wedding order, which is totally fine. But I said, okay, hey, I'm going to send you. I said, let me get past Valentine's Day. And then I'm going to send you uh, the itinerary of how you're going to hear from me over the next few months. Because, one, I can't spend so much time talking to her each week about her order. <laughs> because life. Right. But you can add it to your calendar saying, Hey, reach out to client. I like to do that. So, uh, actually we'll schedule the emails out. So like I have to go to a client to take photos tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I, at the minute I confirmed the meeting with her two weeks ago, I created a scheduled send in Gmail. Any Gmail account can do it. And it says, Hey client, this is just a automatic reminder that I'll be at your place at this time, this time. If there's any issues, let me know. And then we can reschedule. Yeah. And but I did like, that all up, up front. I yeah. didn't have to think about it. I go to my calendar, I put it in my calendar, I set the reminders in my calendar, so we're all really dialed in. Okay, I think Corey's dying of a possible sneeze. Uh, Moving along to the business of baking. I would like to talk to you guys about project planning, which sounds a little technical. I even said I didn't want to keep it technical this week, and here we are. So we're technical. (laughs) But I uh, I had a research paper, and I had to use... Uh, Microsoft Project. And if you have any project management software, they're pretty crazy. They're a very great way to manage project. But what happens is you start from your end goal and you build backwards. Mm. So, okay, if my end goal, and Corey and I created a a dummy end goal, is Easter. Easter is on April 17th. And it's probably the next biggest baking holiday coming up yeah that we see that most people cover because i think you have like mardi gras and st patrick's day yeah and a lot of people switch one or the other didn't get our little our little dummy yeah mock-up so if i say okay april 17th is easter i should not be thinking about that the week before i'm too late especially from a marketing and promotional standpoint i have to give myself so Corey and i Really prefer to give ourselves six-week runtime from a go date. Um, so six weeks before April 17th puts us at March 6th. So let me see how far away that is. 19 that is days. roughly three weeks from today. Well, we get 19 days. Yeah. I do the math. Thanks. It's right here in the little write-up. <laughs> There's only three things. Yeah, no, that's just six weeks. <laughs> okay, so... 
19, so we're 19 days from today, uh, February 15th, we're 19 days away from March 16th, our six-week promotional runtime. So every promotional item we should, if we're planning ahead, give ourselves six weeks. It has to be ready to go by March 6th. Now, what we see a lot of people are not is you, at March 6th, you start the planning. Yeah, and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm running around, which is, hey, Custom orders are great. That's business coming in. But you can still plan ahead and you can work a little bit of this preparation in, around these custom orders. It doesn't need to be like set to the side till till 19 days out and then you're like, oh. Yeah, just extend the workflow. So instead of uh, – Valentine's Day is a good one. I saw a lot of people saying, oh, man, I just didn't get around to it. And they're two weeks out. Two weeks is a lot to ask from your audience to take them from uh, – we've not been talking about Valentine's Day at all to buy from me, buy from me. Not to mention yes. you got to fulfill orders. We're getting, you know, and Valentine's Day is a little bit more of a late-thinking late, late thinking holiday. Yeah. Um, but Easter is a little bit more of a pre-planning holiday. You see December, uh, Christmas being the most pre-planned holiday. Okay, so let's say let's say you guys are following this building uh, from a date backwards action plan um, this week. So this week right now, we're in February 15th. I would say if you're offering custom DIY kits or customs and DIY kits, you need to start the prep. So Corey said what we'd be looking at is Easter props. So I know you just showed me a picture of Target. Someone posted the Target dollar section that has the cutest bead beads. What? Egg beads. Egg beads. Yeah. You say bee beads? I did. Weird. My mind. I'm getting ready to sneeze. Like, it's on the- <laughs> you just <laughs> go, go, go bury your face in Phoebe's chubby body. <laughs> Take her out from streaming <laughs> on my course. No, but so right now is when uh, all the stores like Home Goods, TJ Maxx, Target, Hobby Lobby are putting out Easter props. It's always about a month and a half before the actual holiday happens um, because people want to decorate their house. You you want that runtime. You you're not decorating for Easter the day of. Right. So great thing is if you go now, one the fully stocked. Nobody's thinking about Easter. True. Bakers. Pre-planners, we're thinking about Easter, so you can go raid the Hobby Lobby, TJ Maxx, Home Goods, Target. Yeah, snag that stuff up before it sells out. Yeah, because if anyone knows, usually these holiday items they've only, they only restock them maybe once in the holiday, and that's not even a full restock. That's just whatever they have in the back uh-huh. that they haven't put out. Okay, cookie cutter. So if we, we were talking like, let's pretend we got like. A, Mom and pop shop, cookie cutter, Etsy. Mm-hmm. Um, takes them about five days to print. I'm sure they have a backlog of orders. And then roughly with crazy shipping times, we're looking at another Friday. So that's yeah. 10 days. Then you have like nine days to decorate. Right. So to place your order today, in 10 days, we're looking at the oh, the cookie cutters arriving. Right. But a lot of people wait till they're in like the cookie groups and they see someone post something super cool. And they're like, oh, where'd you get that? But, like, you're asking – these people already have their samples made, and you're like, where did you get that? Because another crazy thing is when those people post those, like, s- inspiring-type photos yeah. and you want to recreate it, you and a million other people are doing the same thing. So when you go to that shop, it's very stressed at this point because they're having an over-influx of people placing orders. Packaging. Uh, Corey said that Cookie Countess right now has two-day shipping for bag toppers. Usually when I order from Cookie Countess the past few times, she's gotten it out within two days from the order. Right now, the Cookie Countess allegedly – I don't know their business model is probably not pressed yeah they're not having any rush because we're so we're you know if we're not we're well over six six weeks out of easter yeah so does the cookie count sell out of egg carton boxes they do they do and right now they're running a promotion you get a dollar off of six forty dollars off of 48 egg cartons yeah, so, so you're yeah. gonna save an additional amount of money and not be stuck with nothing when it inevitably sells out like sells out like it does every year yeah 
So again, so we'd be looking at this action item. Let's just start nailing down your cookie cutters. You'd start sourcing your props, um, and then you could capitalize on some of the packaging deals. Get ahead, place that order so you don't have to be rushed, um, and you can save a couple bucks there as well. Absolutely. Next week, we'd be looking if you want to teach a cookie decorating class. You know, you still have over six weeks to start planning. Because remember, six weeks is promotion time. Yeah. We don't want six weeks to be the start of planning time. We're eating up too much of our promotional schedule. So you could start shopping around venue prices. Because we're so we're so far out, you get the flexibility of picking and choosing. Now, when supply decreases and demand increases, you're going to be left not being able to get the venue you want, maybe not even at the price you'd want. Yeah. Uh, dough prep, Corey said that would be a great thing. Get your dough made. Because, again, those cookie cutters have been ordered this week, so they'll be arriving sometime next week. Your because dough is made. you know probably what you could possibly sell. So say if you are like, hey, I'm planning for, like, that I'm going to move 100 units of the egg cartons, you know, in your pre-sale. You can make all that dough now because it's great because dough freezes. Um, so you can already have dough prepped and ready to go. It's good in the freezer for three to five months, depending on what your ingredients are. You could have prep way out. Yeah. Right that means control. now when it's when we're getting closer to go time, you're not pressed. You're not – my grandma keeps saying, what is pressed? It's like you're not like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this is sold out. Oh, that cutter sold out. Oh, the yeah. shop is back ordered. My favorite shop closed. Uh-huh. Uh, things like that. Your dough is sitting there ready to go. What, we, what we've bought back is time. Time is money. I um, made an order today okay. for – Miss Cookie Packaging has these cute Easter stand-up pouches. Okay. So I made an order today, shipped out today. That is just right now. Oh, you placed an order. I thought you said you baked an order. No. Well, no. So right now, Cookie Packaging, Miss Cookie Packaging isn't um, – I keep using the word press. But she isn't getting inundated with orders so she can ship out – they can ship out – quickly now if you're going to wait the week yeah. before easter i and think everyone you're going knows in christmas when you ordered those advent calendar that was boxes. crazy so again i like the six week promotional runtime puts your prep time two weeks prior to that mm-hmm. makes it really relaxed if something goes wrong it doesn't matter you can work around it um another thing ordering sprinkles for diy kits you can do that now you'll have plenty of access you may be even able to shop some sales or discounts because once again businesses are operating off of supply and demand when everyone is demanding these sprinkles the the supplier does not need to discount they do not need to give you an incentive to spend money with them like home goods has these really cute it's a whole pound of sprinkles for 4.99 that's a great price for a pound of sprinkles, and they're themed out. So you could get your Easter sprinkles now. We did, thanks to me. Thanks. So we're ready to roll, and we still have this all this time between Plenty of time to promote if we want to sell, if we want to do DIY kits separately, things like that. And if you're doing classes, the the more runtime you can give yourself, if someone falls out like they have an emergency, they catch COVID, you have more time that you could fill that spot versus being like, wow, we only have five people who signed up. But if if someone cancels, I'll have to cancel the class because it's not. Yeah, I want to say that Corey and I start promoting classes as soon as the other class finishes. So technically, because we do a class a month, we get four week runtime. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could sign up for a class now at the end of the year if you wanted to, because we build them out ahead of time. But what we want to do is make sure that if, if we can't fill that class and we've given it, we've given ourselves enough time to promote it, we can make other adjustments there. And that's when you start saying like, Hey, we had a cancellation. Here's a discount code, Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, paint your own, uh, palettes. You need to start prepping that next week. Can I place an order? What is my strategy here? What's my stencil? 
Yes. Stencil going to be. Um, <laughs> Good job. Stuff. <laughs> well, you know, did so you, you order your paint palettes? Did you order your paint brushes? Did you order the stencil? Are you? Do you have the cookie cutter lined up? Is it just going to be a generic one? Do you have your bags? Do you have the toppers for it? Right now is the time to be thinking about all of those things that will make your life easier. And I, I love a project management software, but you can build out this process in a Google document and just duplicate it every time we have an event coming up because we don't need to reinvent the wheel. The things that you're going to do for Valentine's Day is going to be pretty darn similar to what you're going to do for Easter, mm-hmm. Halloween. It's you not know like what would be the the, the total like baller move mm. to to do all the photos this year, use the props, and then have those photos for next year. So you're never running around. You already have it ready to go. So you in your little doc. No, okay, I sold this many of this, this many of this. So you can know, like, okay, this did not do good last year. Wasted my time here. I'm going to use these photos of the ones that sold the best, and I'm going to be the first to market in my area. I like it. I like it. That's something Corey and I do. And this may make us sound lazy, and the only reason why is because we are, is that we built out the cookie classes last year, the PowerPoints, the sets, the cookie cutters, everything. We did that all last year, and this year we're just duplicating it all. So pain in the bun last year easy going this year. Yeah, we have all the photos. We actually have photos of completed classes that people took it. (laughs) And you might be saying, well, don't people want something new? These classes are filling up. Uh, We do have repeat people come, and but I've never had someone take the entire year and say like, this is the same heart I did last year. No, they're like, oh yeah, I'm here to practice again. I wanted the same set. I did say I wanted to do new. Yeah, I haven't seen you take any action. (laughs) So that is, that's my challenge is, uh, Find the end goal, the end date, which typically dates in the cookie baking world, and work the problem backwards. You're going to start seeing Plus an you overview. Have to think that you're cutting off sales before Easter because you have to bake for them. Absolutely. So we need more even, elbow room. But to March 17th or April 17th isn't the true day because you probably cut it off a week before, so you can bake that whole week versus yeah. taking the orders. Yeah, I was looking at you know like a promotion schedule for us, and like if St. Patrick's Day is on um, March 17th. Mm-hmm. You're, you need to be promoting the days living, leading up to your cutoff days. That's yes. the true promotional day. Absolutely. Because promotion, promoting St. Patrick's Day the day before St. Patrick's Day from a sales standpoint doesn't make sense because you're not making a sale that day. Absolutely. Now, St. Patrick's Day, you know, post your little lucky charms and make your cute posts. But your promotional schedule should have been two to four weeks prior depending on cutoffs. Yeah. Um, so if my cutoff date is two weeks prior to April, May 17th, um, March, 17th March 17th, then I should – be promoting that, you know, three weeks out real hard. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So that's the thing is like, then you have people come around There's my sales didn't do well. We, you haven't, you made a post two days before the event. There's no way somebody in your, uh, your competitors is ahead of schedule. Um, and they were first to market and they collected a lot of the people who were pre-planning the ideal clients. Uh The ideal clients we want are placing orders ahead of schedule. And and then they're getting their product yeah. in, and you don't have to sweat your sales numbers when you get really close yeah. to these. Events. I think it would be awesome to be first to market and to really have everything dialed in. So you know you're getting all the the people who are like, yeah, I'm trying to get my order in. I'm trying not to think about this. But then you have the runtime that you get those late people too. So you are set up for success. And the other thing is, if you're the late baker, you're conditioning your clients to you're conditioning an audience to place orders late. Yeah. Because they don't know what you're selling. And then you're like, why is nobody placing orders ahead of time? Well, you've conditioned, you told them not to, essentially, by through your marketing. Yeah. So if you want, if you fa- find yourself really pressed for time, I'd suggest stepping way back, making a calendar of all the events you want to hit, all the holidays that you want to hit this year, and then start building your plan six weeks 
uh, to eight weeks backwards. Yeah. And then so right now, next week, you'd be starting this process of getting your Easter dialed in. Yeah. Um, it's going to give you a lot. You're going to find your business. You're running your business, and your business isn't running you if you can get ahead of these days. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so I would say if you felt really pressed for Valentine's Day, stressed, or you didn't make your numbers, mm-hmm. um, where are my sales? I would say, hey, check out your promotional schedule. About four weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, that was where your numbers were. That's where your sales were. Okay, the co- the Cookie College course. We got a lot of people sign up. Um, pretty awesome. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks, um, guys. Okay, but okay. I love it in there. Who is just be dropping there? knowledge? I even was like making stuff last night, and I said, "Guys, I'm gonna get it to you tomorrow." <laughs> so Corey has been labeled in the Cookie College the freebie twin. You they get love free me. stuff from they her. Love me. So the thing is, the benefit is not that you should be addicted to no work, but True. if you're lazy like True. me, True. welcome. <laughs> you found your peoples. But Corey will kind of create these DIY kits for you ahead of schedule for you so you can shop it around see if anyone's interested in your market and then she's going to give you the list of everything you need to order ahead of time because mm-hmm. that was what we just talked about to get that stuff ready to go to sell and the, the idea is i want to provide it for you so you can use the photos and you can start gauging interest so 10 people say they want them okay that now you know you need to order the stuff if you don't move one diy kit no love lost. You didn't purchase any of the crap to have to sell it. You said crap twice oh, in this podcast. Um, you didn't purchase any of the crudliness. Crumbs. The crumbs. <laughs> you didn't have to purchase any of it, so there's no love lost. You got to use my photo. No one wanted it. Now you know what your audience wants, so scrap DIY kits. Now you're moving on to something else. So Valentine's Day, I en- ended up getting uh, PYOs I made for them to use with two different paint palettes. We did Miss Cookie packaging. We did three different versions of her love box. We did a DIY kit. We did um, edible marker and we did paint your own. So they got all three versions of that plus two variants of the paint your own ones. So let's say somebody says, I want to join the cookie college right now, but Valentine's Day already passed. Do I not get that stuff? No, you do. You can join the cookie college today. Go back and check Corey's post in the Facebook group. She gave so much stuff away in Valentine's Day that actually put it in the coursework as well. Download that stuff and then you have it all ready to go next year, even if you're not in the cookie college, which is really great. Rob us blind. I'm telling you to do it. <laughs> but then I'm working on a Mardi Gras DIY kit and a St. Patrick's DIY kit. And I think I have some St. Patrick's Day. Um, we are going to do an Easter one. We all ordered our cutters from the same shop. <laughs> yeah, as we all. <laughs> Me and the group. <laughs> okay. So that some of the people are like, I am going to sell DIY kits. So they, I say, here's where I bought them. There's a sale tonight, so go get it, and you get 20% off. Nice. And if you want to do your own work, I'll be uh, – I drop courses usually True. once every week and a half is the duration. So you're looking at three to four new course materials. Last week was copywriting. Um, really like using copywriting formulas. Really helps you understand that this big blank white post here, Facebook square, yeah. is not so difficult when you follow these formulas. True. This Saturday, it's a course on Canva. Yes. Um, Canva 101. Like Are basically, you going to do the free version or the paid version? I am going to do the free version because okay. I want people to know that once you can tackle the free version, the paid one is just more Absolutely. features. Nothing that you can't do in the free that you can't do with the paid. You yeah. just get more flexibility with fonts and pictures and okay. stuff like that. 
Um, so it'll be making social media posts. I'm going to show you how to create an account, how to uh, really search the elements that they have there and create from templates. Nice. Um, you can also shop in template libraries and stuff like that. So there's a lot of elbow room with Canva. It's a pretty awesome app, and that will drop on Saturday. Then the week after that, because I like to touch business organization every month, we'll be talking about cloud storage organization, specifically Google Drive, but you could make Dropbox work the same way. Okay. All right. Everyone fell asleep during my part. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, I'm excited. All right. Now we have voicemails. Just one text. What is this Just it? One lonesome text. Okay. I'll read it and you answer it. I was interested in joining the cookie college, but I'm one, but I'm somewhat new to baking. I'm not sure if I'll be in business long enough, let alone in the college about the business. Can I join for a short time and see if it works for where I am at in my business? And that, that was from is, a 224. That is a great question. Because it, it's great. So she, basically, to summarize, I'm new. I'm not sure if I'm even going to be in business, let alone paying for a you know membership to learn more about business. Um, what can I do? You can join the Cookie College and you can stay in for a month. You can stay in for two months. You can stay in for a month and a half and get a prorated refund. All you do is go to membership billing, uh, cancel membership immediately, and it gives you that prorated refund. It's all automated. Um, I don't have to do anything about that. So you can kind of police yourself. Mm -hmm. So yeah, essentially, uh, your time in the Facebook group ends when your membership on Podia ends. So go in, get all the things, learn all the things, talk to all the people, take as many courses as you can. And if your business does shift in a direction that you're like, hey, maybe this isn't for me, uh, there's no hostage situation there. But we do have the engagement pond going on today for Instagram. We now have... A, you get, yeah, you could join for a month, get some engagement yeah, we pond have juice. cookie college hashtag we're using now. Right. Corey is just wild. And well, that wraps up voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. Thanks, guys. Time. Okay, will you please call... What is the number? It's 571-556-5644. Just, just chit-chat. We'll just play it. Text is a joke. Just pulling in random questions in the group and just yeah, answering the, just, them. Here's a question somebody asked. I went to go purchase my domain name and it was $200. Is that accurate? I'm going to lob that one over to you. Yeah, there you go. No, Yes, that is accurate. If you go to purchase a domain name and it has a higher sticker tag on it, it means somebody owns it and you may be able to purchase it from but them. But you couldn't. It's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. So there's a couple of things that happen when you go to purchase a domain name that's been squatted on, which means somebody's interested in selling it, or, or something that's been parked, which means somebody owns it and may have an interest in building out a website. You can use a brokerage service. GoDaddy offers it, which means you pay somebody to go knock on the door of the owner and say, hey, would you be willing to sell this? Yeah. So you pay the brokerage, which just that's money you've lost for them to go knock on the door. Then if the domain owner wants to sell it, they can name their price and you'd have to agree to that wow. price. Um, so yeah, the average price of a .com domain is around, uh, I can get it to about 7 bucks on Namecheap up to $15 on GoDaddy. Would you say $200 is worth it to get the domain that matches your business name? I would have to say, what is your business name? If you have a lot of articles, thes, ands, and... What if I'm like, I'm tied to it, I don't care? If you want it, if it is important to you, then yes, it's okay. worth the $200 to me. Um, if it was five thousand dollars, I'd say probably a little bit more of a conversation to be yeah. there. <laughs> so, um, going to group stuff, we have some Facebook lives. I actually, have to add them as soon as the podcast is over today. Thanks. Um, something about egging yards. Oh yeah, uh, Elizabeth so, Toss is teaching teaching photography. <laughs> Talk photography is it was gonna be a struggle. Meredith is teaching egging yards. It's something that she does every Easter. Um, you lose a little sleep, but you make a lot of money doing it. So if you want to tune into that, she's going to tell you how she markets it, what's involved in it, and that will be in the main group. February 22nd, 
Um, I remembered nothing else. Oh, Mastering Client Communications is February 17th. That's in two days. Two days. Uh, with Andrea. She lives up the road from us, so that's going to be a good end because we know who she has to deal with, people who sit in traffic a lot. So we're all angsty. I'm angsty. Uh, so moving along, Twinterest. Corey, is there anything Twinteresting that's hold going on. on in your life? On, I was literally just thinking. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. The other day, you know, like when you're just, me and Heather work a lot, but we like working. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> we like working. So I, the other day, um, we had Valentine's Day class that we had a big board. Heather was out of town, so I had to do it by myself. But then I also you got on to, the tail end, but you weren't breaking so, any time no, records. I'm not throwing you into that. <laughs> then I had to go home that night because I had a custom order of 50 cookies. For what? Hearts. She wanted hearts oh. for her coworkers That's party cute. today or whatever. Okay. Because I was busy and doing a million things at once, I forgot putting the meringue powder in there. Mm. So it was really technically a glaze. A glace. Ah. No, a glaze needs corn syrup. So if you are a royal icing person like me, I learned that water, sometimes milk, sometimes not milk, don't really know how much you put in, um, corn syrup and powdered sugar make what's called a glaze. It never dries. I'm just kidding. It did not dry in time for this order. So I iced 50 cookies, unfortunately, with this glaze. And then re-iced them? I had to remake 50 cookies. Is this the Twinterest? Yeah, but you now there's a glaze. So if you don't have meringue powder and you're like, hey, Amazon's not going to get it in time. I My royal batch, I ordered. It hasn't shipped yet. You can do. It tastes this. It honestly. But it doesn't dry? It takes 24 to 48 hours. Oh, it needs more drying time. To dry, it has to have zero. But nobody's going to have this problem because they pre-planned their events and they ordered the meringue powder ahead of time, knowing full well bakety bakes can sell out. Absolutely, (laughs) but it didn't taste bad. So the ones that I ruined because I need to write. This is how I figured out. You guys know I can use Royal Batch and I can write on it. When I went to write on these cookies, poked right through, and I said, "Gosh, Uh, welcome." (laughs) There's there's a problem. Uh, my twin dress, uh, yeah, I was snowboarding all week. And uh, if you know anything about Burton's step on bindings, not to be confused with step in bindings, it's their new technology. Wow. I've had them for a couple years and I still love them, which requires that I don't have to sit down to step into my uh, first world problems right there, right? Yeah, my butt is not wet, <laughs> everybody else's butt is wet from sitting in the snow. All I can do is I just click in and three. Touch points, and then you can snowboard down a mountain. My dog threw up yesterday, and I, I don't know why, but why I was is this like, after I'm going to sit on the floor and ordered the Chinese takeout yesterday. Where he threw up? I did not see it. You sat in it? I said, why is my bun wet? You sat where he <laughs> oh, threw up? You yeah. didn't see a dog little? Poop? It was like in between the couch and, you know, the little. Why are you sitting on the floor? <laughs> I have no idea. Why was I even sitting on the floor here? Looking and what like did you idiot. do? Go burn your bun, honey, yeah, in the I shower? Don't, I don't know. I was there crying. <laughs> I wonder why I would come out. My husband said, are you okay? <laughs> and then, yeah. My bun is cold. <laughs> did it smell bad? Oh, it's so gross. Nate cleaned it up. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's gnarly. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, snowboarding was fun. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Corey and I were both slipping down some kind of mountain. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold <laughs> for both of us. <laughs> okay, sponsors. Corey is taking an Eddie class. I signed up on February 28th for a 45 minute session with Primera. And they're going to take me step by step through Eddie. So I wanted to be able to experience what you guys experience when you first get the Eddie. Um, so I'm going to do that live with him. Um, Eddie pushed out an update. You'll need to run. 
Oh, it apparently, should I do it before I get on this? I would or? say so. They're going to want you to do it. And okay. when you open up the software, it'll Because yeah, I don't want to have to. And he'll be like, yeah, can you update yeah, it? And you're going to have like, that awkward pause yeah, of 10 minutes. Yeah, I ain't trying Please. to do yeah, okay. <laughs> How's it going? It's, I'll, I'll it's let you know. I'll, I'll let you know when it's done. It, it's still loading. We have still pretty slow internet here. So <laughs> anyways, how do you been? <laughs> All right. I'll do it. Uh, bakety bake. Obviously, we talked about it. Um, apparently, Corey's. You don't forget ran it. out of it. It's, you just forgot, I forgot it. it. My mind was going a million miles an hour. Not <laughs> in the direction. Not, Columbus not, cloud. <laughs> not in the direction of my royal <laughs> Sit down some throat to think about. Uh, Bakes meringue powder is called Royal Batch, and you can get it with the discount code TWINS at checkout to save 10%. Uh, if you want to do a little bit more research, you can go to bakeitybakeidaho.com. What What'd you just call me? Let me see if she's in. It's my favorite thing um, to do every week. Apparently, it's a really great meringue powder. I'm just kind of regurgitating what Corey says and Corey's dog does. You do and have both are in stock. You're one pound and five pounds. And if you were preparing ahead of time, you could say, maybe I'll order five pounds to get a bulk discount so that I'm preparing for my future event holidays, my pre-planning. There my, you go. It really saves you, you money. Order the five yeah. pounds. There is a little trade-off of storing bulk items. You know, when I first could, when we got with her when she first started offering it, she sold the five pounds in one one pound patches, so you got five small. Oh, that's interesting. Not anymore though. Oh, so it's it a big, big old bag. <laughs> you could um, I, I could section it out if yeah. I wanted to. I do like those little bags. Castiron.me. If you guys are interested in a website in 2022, I gotta say Castiron is pretty nifty. It's very easy. In fact, they'll even set up your website for you. Yeah. You don't pay. They actually take a percentage of your sales. So the website is completely free to build and they do it for you, which is kind of crazy. I even told them, are you guys sure you guys want to do that for mm-hmm. everybody? And they're like, send them our way. So Emily is in the group if you want to tag her to ask her questions it's emily brungard or you can always message cast iron cast iron and Corey had a cool partnership for valentine's day you just missed it but um it was neat you could grab the diy kit photos you made specifically for cast iron and mm-hmm. use them in your cast iron store and market them on your cast and or your had, Facebook it was page. for valentine's day and uh the super bowl so you got oh, two that's back neat. to that's back neat. aren't you working on something we're working on another one. Oh, that'll be fun yeah. okay that's a really cool partnership there the mailbag obviously is overflowing with irs letters and <laughs> Heading there right now. I can't wait to pay the fees. <laughs> I hey, I'm one of those people when you get to the mailbox and I see like here's yeah. a fun letter and here's an IRS letter. I immediately have to open the IRS letter. I um, and it's like, hey, we've updated your mailing address again. Like, okay, same I paper. I check the mail all December. Excited to check the mail. Fun stuff in the mail. Then January, I stopped checking the mail. But I saw the mail person out there. And He's I said, probably okay. like, you think there's is so much stuff in there. They sent me a text. But this is my house one. So I oh. ran out there and I said, I'm so sorry. And she's like, it's okay. I said, no, you're having to stuff it in here. I said, man, I'm just really trying to just avoid my tax stuff. <laughs> she's like, me too. I'll stuff it in there and I'll let you know what it's filled. Are you going to the mailbox today? Right now. Okay. I'm going to go to France real quick and get those Corey. bags. What? Those bags. bags. The decorating piping bags, they were so nice. Corey and, asking, Corey and I were watching that picking the picky pound girl who decorated <laughs> this adorable set on TikTok, but she was using these. Well, I don't know where she got those, but the ones we used for class on Saturday that no one popped a oh, bag Oh, those for, are good bags. Okay, I wanted yeah. to get those because she only had a few. Yeah, I'm on bulge patrol in class because <laughs> I can't do anything else, but I try to keep an eye on people who are like white knuckling the, uh, and the we had, piping bags. We had bags. two young boys in the class, and usually they're the first to pop the bags. But they were white knuckling, and those bags were. That boy, I was like, hey, dude, you want me to cut the tip more? And he was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, no, thank you. 
I said, listen, you're going to have the most delicious accident. <laughs> you can just lick your hands. Those bags did so good. Yeah, those are good bags. Those yeah. Are good bags. So I want to go buy your stock out real quick. Oh, that'd be good. And then go to the mailbox. Okay. Okay, kids. That wraps us up. We finished a little early, and I'd like to blame how, all of you for was, not calling in. How was the – how early? It's, it's 13 minutes. How many? 13 minutes early. That was the, the leg of two voicemails. I even threw voice in an extra <laughs> question. And I talked about my colonoscopy. The cat even ate a gourd. <laughs> <laughs> this is your guys' fault. <laughs> okay. I hope you're satisfied with Heather your and Jane out. <laughs>